Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Coming up on the 4 o'clock hour, welcome back to the WIP Afternoon Show. John Johnson, Hunter Brody, and for Jack and Ike. Broads will be in tomorrow with Marcus Hayes. Speaking of Marcus Hayes, I don't know how many of you have read this story, have heard about this story. Uh, Not nearly enough people are discussing it right now. So let me explain this to you. So Marcus uh, put out a great story for Inquirer.com that, how do I put this gently without exploding? You know how the Eagles offense has been making mistakes, false starts here and there. Uh, It seems like the offensive line isn't in tune with the quarterback. Uh, What if I told you that you might be to blame? You as in the fan. Ridiculous, right? Well, according to Marcus's column, and uh, he has quotes in it compiled over a stretch of time uh, leading all the way up to even uh, Wednesday morning, where he discussed it with Landon Dickerson, with Jordan Mailata. They want to be nice about it, Eagles players. So they're trying to put it gently, but it sounds to me like they are, they want to blame everybody else. According to Marcus's column, the fans at the link are so loud that the offensive lineman cannot hear Jalen Hurts, that it affects his cadence. And when he audibles, not everybody can hear it because we are too loud. And they are upset with this because as much as they like us to be loud, they are mad that we are that loud. Before I blow my top, Broads, what the hell is this? What is going on here? The Eagles right now for me, you know, there's there's one person that you constantly are, I don't know, in contact with, whether it's a family member, a friend. Everything they do just pisses you off. They could even be making logical sense. They could be doing nothing wrong, but their presence just irritates the living hell out of you. Mm. That's what this team is to me right now. Because I actually, deep down, do believe that maybe there's something to a home field advantage being significant. And the reason why you have a home field advantage is because one team has to use silent count, the other team doesn't have to, yada, yada, yada. With that said, you're such a disaster right now offensively. You're so putrid. What are you doing? What are you doing? The reason why your team is failing is so much deeper than Tommy in Section 212 having too many Bud Lights and screaming at you. It's pathetic, and I think I can relate it to, like, when a bully bullies someone. It's because they know deep down there's something's happening with them. That's what this Eagles team's going through right now, that they're the bully that's bullying because there's something happening to them, and they don't know how to express it. So now they're putting all the blame on everybody else. I don't know if any of that made sense, but I'm so fired up, I'm pissed off, and I don't understand it. There are, I know there will be some fans who will say, no, no, I get it. The fans are too loud. The players can't hear each other. That's why you're having these issues. There is no way in hell I am going to defend anybody on the Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to that. They are paid performers. I understand. You need to hear each other. Figure it out then. 
Don't ever tell the Philadelphia fan base who every – I love how loud we are. I love how nobody wants to come here. Now you're telling them to shut up? No. No, 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 no. Add this to the list of issues you guys have. I understand you don't – you would prefer it not be as loud when you're in the huddle and the crowd's all fired up. So you're telling them not to celebrate when something happens and then, all right, celebrate. Now shut up. I got I to gotta relay the play over. Get the hell out of here. I didn't hear a single complaint. Well, you know, it's so hard in Seattle. You know, I can't. So when you're a visiting team, it's no big deal. But when you're at home, you got a problem with it? Figure it out. I, I, so I read the quote. Landon Dickerson, you got to figure out sign language? Then learn sign language then. Don't tell the fans what to do. Unless they're hopping over onto the field, unless they're throwing something on the field, they can do whatever they want in the stands. And to be upset they are cheering too loud, too freaking bad. Find a way to do your job better. The other team's dealing with it too, by the way. You're not the only team, right? It's one of those where it's like it's raining and they struggled to pass the ball. Well, the other team was dealing with rain as well. So when they're on a 1,000 and the fans are going nuts and bonkers, the other team's dealing with it too. So figure it the hell out and play better football. I cannot believe that they're actually focusing on this more so than schematics, more so than X's and O's. Remember Sean Rodriguez? How about Ben Simmons? All they did was clap back at the fans, and it really doesn't go anywhere. And this team is so not likable because of issues like this. Darius Slay yesterday, I guess he was asked a question about Jonathan Gannon, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but something that was brought up was, oh, you know, the fans always blamed him, and it wasn't really just Jonathan Gannon. Why is it always got to be you versus us? We're supposed to be one. And the reason why it's you versus us is because of the narratives that they are coming up with in the locker room themselves. And it's it's really ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't want to yell at these offensive linemen because we like them all. They're all good guys. They all mean well. But this is the worst excuse I've ever heard. And I, I, reading Marcus's column, he had mentioned in there how, you know, like Green Bay. Like, Green Bay is very loud. What they do in Green Bay is they put on the scoreboard, they ask the crowd to quiet down when the team's entering the huddle or entering the line. I don't even like that idea. Like, I think even that's ridiculous. How's that working for Green Bay? That's why I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I, so you, it's like you're complaining about the home crowd. And by the way, I don't think your head coach is on board with this. Like, he was on with the morning show. You've probably read this quote. Hey, um, um, uh, Ben, do we have that? Oh, I'll get ben. Ben's on the phone. We have to get that audio. Um, it's very contradictive. Of Nick Sirianni, it's, it's very contradictive to the you know Marcus Hayes' column about fans being too loud and you know not hearing the cadence in the huddle because fans are cheering so loud they can't hear each other. Um, I, I this is where Ben, do we have the Nick Sirianni uh, when he was on with Rob Ellis and Devin Caney who were filling in for the morning show this week? He was asked about Jonathan Gannon and and coming to the link and how he would love fans to react. Listen to this. I love. I loved hearing Nick Sirianni say that. By the way, but he said he wants the crowd to be obnoxiously loud. Like I, I, this seems like such a like just pushing the blame to somebody else. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Let's go to Andy from Deffords on WIP. Hey, Andy. Yo, yo, we live. We hot. Jan Janssen and the new guy. Yo, as far as the noise, I think you're taking that quote out of context. How so? Because here's the deal. Football 101. The home team's quiet when the home team has the ball. The home team goes nuts and crazy and creates an atmosphere where the opposing team 
can't hear themselves when the opposing team has the ball. So I, I don't think, you know, it's not a home field advantage when the home team's being loud, when we have the ball, and the offense is struggling to communicate with each other. But but this so happens like, all the time, though, and this isn't something that just it. happened. It, is this year, you're at all the does games, it. is suddenly I, I this year thinking. way louder than previous years? I, I don't I don't know, but I don't I don't notice you know a presence as far as uh, the noise when we have the ball for the most part at home. But I, I don't want to waste all my time on that. I got to get to this idiot from Abington, huh? Calling right. me a fraud? I mean, wait a minute. I got to throw a flag on this guy. Last time I seen him at a day game with the midday team, uh, Joe and John, right? Right. Kicking it with to this smoking hot blonde from Delaware. I forget her name. About to get the about to steal the deal. Here comes Tom wanting to get into caller-on-caller radio beef with me when I'm kicking it with this shorty. Come on, Tom. You're Let's a talk a little bit about football. Did he ruin hey. the did, – did, did the girl walk away at that point? Oh, come on now. You know I still got them digits. Come on, Yon Yonson. <laughs> oh I, I, I don't need them blue shoes, but I got them digits. Come oh, on, man. God. All right. But, well, uh, yeah, go ahead. But, but quickly before I hit the Eagles, I got to hit this Denver and the Midwest fan situation. I mean, here the, the Broncos are, 7-8. and eight, Chance of making the playoffs still. Quarterback, 27 touchdowns. Pretty good year. And they bench him the final two games. Could you imagine if they pulled that crap in Philly, New York, New England, or the Ravens? The, I mean, could, could you just, that, that, North, that Midwest fan is off. The Broncos have a, a very hardcore fan base. I can't even imagine how they're reacting right now. All they gave up to trade for Russell Wilson, and they're only going to cut him. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But as far as, as, far as uh, the question you're asking – Oh, what do you want from this team? What do you demand to see from them on Sunday? You know what I demand? Hmm. I demand something real simple. Starts with a W, ends with an I. How about a – ends with an N. How about a win? (laughs) How about a win, Deion Johnson? That's what I demand. Oh, I'm not not looking for a cute win. I want the team to win. I want them them to get their 12th win of the season, one step closer to the second seed, and keep it moving. All right, so what if – hold on, hold on, Andy. What if – they play very similar to how they played against the Giants. The defense really doesn't get to the doesn't get to Kyler Murray, and it's a close game at the end. You're okay with just getting the W and nothing more. I was okay with the Giants win. They made a couple minor mistakes. Goddard slips. They throw a pick six. That kick return where the players bump. You don't see that happen that often. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and they made a lot of major win. mistakes. Yeah. And by the way, Andy, you gotta you gotta rectify another issue, man. You got your caller on caller crime. That's your thing. You got to acknowledge Hunter Brody. He goes by Broads. You can call him Hunter, whatever you want to call him. But he's been in radio for many years. You're being rude, man. Well, I got I got to call since he's a hockey guy, and we know that's the fourth of all the sports. Oh, I'll I know that ho- too. I know that hockey. too. I'll go with hockey Hunter. But, I like that. But I don't want to waste all my time on the new guy. But also, we got to oh, hit with oh, the whole AJ sure, Brown man. thing. Yeah. Who cares if he don't talk to the media? I don't care. He's got over 100 catches. He got over a thousand yards. He broke records, NFL records. All right, well, putting aside your slight against Broads, come on, you got to get over that, man. That's that's messed up. Yeah, that's all right. We'll get that. No, he's being a jerk. I know he Oh, trust me. I know he is. So, I've dealt with a lot worse in my life, by the way. Mike Quick uh, was on the morning show today. Yes. And he was asked by Rob Bellis you know, about you know about the, the whole A.J. Brown thing, Mike Quick, Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver and all. Like, you know, how do you handle that? And Mike Quick's answer was brilliant. He said, you, you just you, – Appease him. Just keep him happy. Like, if you have to feed him the ball again, you feed him the ball again. Because what's the alternative? Let's say you let him, you kind of discipline him. You could totally lose him. I know that's not like you, it's, you know, it's like the crying baby that's you know, wants candy and you're like, I'm not giving you candy. It, it's a little different. 
you give the baby the candy because you know the production he gives you. You just tolerate him. I, it, sadly, it happens with the position more often than not. The, the position of wide receiver, more often than not, it breeds prima donnas. Right. No, I agree with you. And I think I remember hearing Ike talk about this when he first started, A.J. Brown first started this whole debacle with the media and not wanting to speak and being more of a diva. He brought up the T.O. situation. And now that we look back, wouldn't we do anything to have, even though there was controversy with McNabb and T.O., yeah. if there were two options, you find a way to deal with the internal beef or you let T.O. out the door, wouldn't you try and figure out how to work it with the beef? Right. Isn't that, to a degree, a similar scenario that what we're working with now? I know it's not McNabb and T.O. No, no, but it's, 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 it's that premise. It's still relatable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that you— And I couldn't agree more. Like, I think you—because the high upside of what he brings on the football field— clearly outweighs the I'm not talking to the locker or talking in the locker room to media as much as it upsets us when he's going off for 120 plus yards I, that means way more you know I am but you know having said that though I'm still really curious why he wouldn't talk I know he didn't have a bad game I know well it's because quote well it's not actually the quote I'm paraphrasing I don't have anything nice to say but I want that's what I want to know what that is. Look, I'm, I'm pulling up the box score just it's to double check. Cl- it's clearly about Jalen or Nick Sirianni. He had six receptions for 80 yards. He led the team in receiving in their win over the Giants. Okay, he didn't have a touchdown, but he still had a still oh. had a good game. Well, hold on. You just mentioned the touchdown, right? Yeah. Who gets all the touchdowns on this team? Jalen with the push tush. Is he getting aggravated because he's not getting tutties? Uh, or as many tutties? I mean, when they're at the one or two yard line, what are the odds the wide receiver is going to be getting a lot of Touchdowns anyway. I don't know. Look, maybe there's a bonus in his contract. I'm searching. That's what this whole week has been about. Searching, trying to find answers on why. Hmm. John and Voorhees is up next on WIP. Afternoon, John. Hey, afternoon. Um, happy New Year to both of you. Healthy and uh, happy one, both John Brody. Um, Same to you, John. Yeah, Same to you. Yeah, I appreciate that. So here's what 2017-18. I, I don't know where these um, minds have gone, but uh, I'm a season ticket holder. Last three games of that season, if we go back, remember, this guy, Carson Wentz, remember that dude? He got hurt, and he had a 33-touchdown MVP season going on. And then all of a sudden, Foles comes in. He throws an inter- he throws a, a, a pass to an offensive lineman. Yes, Should have been yes he does. <laughs> then they just get by that game. Then they play the Giants, awful in that game. Mm-hmm. Then they play the Raiders. Awful in that game. It was a 10-7 win, but they actually won the game to clinch it. Then they played Dallas, and he got taken out of the first quarter. So what I'm looking for on Sunday is progression. And last week, you had 33 points, even with mistakes, and close to 500 yards. But it progressed from the last week. I don't give a damn who you're playing in the regular season. You want progression and get that two weeks off because both Super Bowl appearances – that 217-18, two play two uh, games at home. That's last year, two games at home. Right. It's the easy way out, but it's the best way because you don't have to play three games. You have to play two, and you get to host them, and you gotta win them to get to the Super Bowl. Sure. But that's the key progression. They are progressing from last week to this mm. week. Do I expect them to progress? Yes, I do. This is a three and. 14 team, where was it? 3-12? I don't even know. Yeah, they're, they're, the, team they're, the team they're playing, Gannon's Cardinals are 3-12. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're going to lose this game. Vegas isn't stupid. Now, 
Now, again, they were only uh, eight points last week. But look at the mistakes in that game. I was a running back. I never ran in to my guy blocking for me in the front of me. Yeah. I, I, I never seen it in my life. 55 years old looking. I've never seen it. I never seen it, guys. So, so okay. So you're looking for progression on Sunday. I need to backtrack yeah. a day, though. Saturday yeah. night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How I need advice. How are we supposed to root for Dallas here? I know, I know logically it makes sense, but you know how difficult that is to do? No, but bro, check this out. I'm Italian by marriage, and IBM. I'm IBM. So you know how many times I watch a Godfather movie with these in-laws? 100, 150. It's strictly business. I'm not rooting for Dallas, but guess what? It's a win-win. If Dallas wins, okay, we got a Detroit loss, and we need that loss. If they lose, okay, we clinched a vision with a win against Arizona. It's a win-win, but it's strictly business. I'm not rooting for Dallas, but I'm not going to sit there and, and be upset if they win or lose. Because you got to mm. win out. You have to progress. You have to play your best football the best way you can. And go back to the playoffs in 2017-18. Mm. They beat Atlanta. There's a guy named Julio Jones who dropped the ball in the end zone. Yeah. That was a 15-10 game, Jets. No, I know. I, and you're, John, I get it. I appreciate the call. Jalen Mills, baby. He's still playing. <laughs> I, I think it was the Patriots. I'm like, wow, he's still yeah. still going. Can, uh, can I do this? Hit me. Can I root for Detroit this week and root against them next week? Sure. Oh. But wait, why are you rooting for? Because I don't want to oh, root sorry. for the Cowboys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The way you worded it. No, I no, even got like, like, I, like I, I understand Detroit holds the tiebreaker over the Eagles should they both win out. So the Eagles can't get the number two, even the number one seed, because Detroit holds that tiebreaker over them. But can I root for Detroit to beat the Cowboys Saturday night and then root against them in that final game, which I believe i got to see who that last game is against. Because I'm sure that last game for Detroit is important to, the, uh, to them or their opponent. Their last game is against, oh, Minnesota. Minnesota's going to have everything to play for. And now they just changed their quarterback. And they changed again. their quarterback again. I know. By the way, we do have an update on AJ. What's that? What he, do we have? Did he talk? He declined to talk to reporters on Thursday. Devonte Smith did speak and was asked about why Brown isn't talking, and Smith said he doesn't want to talk for him. And then uh, that's kind of where we're that at. Was it? That's where we're at. So the last. What's he going to say on Friday that he hasn't been able to say the last two three days? You know, I. Okay. Do you subscribe to the Friday news dump? You yes. know what I'm referencing? Oh, absolutely, yes. So m- many many people today think that is a thing of the past because we live in a cycle of 24-hour-a-day news. No, it's real. It's very real. So the tw- the Friday news dump, for those who don't know what it is, is that if a, a business, an organization, had something, a piece of negative news that had to be released, they would do it on a Friday right before the weekend. That, that way, like, the whole weekend takes place, other things happen, and come Monday morning, or in this case, it'll be Tuesday morning, so many things will have happened. It's such a distant story that people have already moved on. Ben, is it possible A.J. Brown's going to, like, well, light the organization on fire tomorrow? I was going to say, today's Thursday. Yeah. I wasn't sure if 
if you guys were no, aware. no, no, no. I was what I was today is not to, the Friday of the dump news. No, no, I know that. But what, if he is to speak tomorrow, right? Tomorrow oh, is the last day know. players will speak before Sunday's game. No, I th- they're just trying to shove it under the rug because if they keep winning, then everybody's going to forget okay. the turmoil after the win on Sunday. Right, right. and with or that Monday. theory, Jim, all right, that, all right, that means he's ready to go out there and and rip everyone to shreds. I'm imagining him going out there and giving us player speak. So Friday, the media goes into the locker room. He's nowhere to be found. And then the game takes place. No, I think he's going to show up and speak, and it'll be a lot of nothing. No quotes that are actually big, large. It's like He'll say, I was upset about something. I'm fine now. What was it? It was nothing. Exactly. One of those. Hmm. One of those. Donald and Charlotte's up next. Hey, Donald. Hey, bud. How you guys doing? John Johnson and Brody. What's up, Donald? It's a little late for you, isn't it, Brody? Say that again? I said it's a little late for Brody, isn't it? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Why is it late? Yeah, shoot, Brody used to be in the morning. I used to catch him early in the morning, three, four o'clock. Oh yeah, you caught me in the yeah, you caught me two to six a.m. You <laughs> yeah. did that. You did that once. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways, let's, uh, I'm liking our linebackers. I, I really am. I'm thinking that uh, Patricia got him in a good space. I mean, he's got to work on some of the other stuff with the the line. Mm-hmm. But I am kind of happy about where they're playing. At least they're trying to come more up on the line, and um, the D back as, as well. I like the youth. Like how y'all were talking about before. Well, I, I mean, no, so the youth is good. But here's the problem, though, Donald. What we're seeing as the okay. season has progressed, like a lot mm-hmm. of the young, inexperienced uh, Georgia guys, they're not out on the field for Correct. You know, late in the game because they're exhausted. They have no legs left. No, and, I, and, that, and that I understand. And I, don't, and I think they probably should have more opportunities. But if you're not, you're not ready at that time, I would opt not to put them on the field. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox versus um, – Brandon, you know, over them, but yeah. um, it'll work its way out. But I'm talking about like I, the, the, we're making more plays at the line of scrimmage than we were the previous three or four games. We was getting beat just line of scrimmage all the way down. I think I think our that youth and that quickness with um mm. uh, with our, uh, our, our defensive back. The only problem, is, I guess, better. but the but Donald, it's a shame though because one of the big issues with this defense though is that they're not getting to the quarterback. And that was Correct. why they were one of the main reasons they were so successful last year. Correct, I, I agree. I, I agree, and we're and we're not. And I'm thinking, not, I'm not, I'm not of that same fashion of what they say. Oh, we working through it because I'm just like y'all. We at week 16, ain't no more working through. Mm-hmm. We are who we are, and then we just got to be able to to make it, you know, to make it work. And then sometimes it's all about chance. Everybody yeah. says he was lucky you already on the season. I don't see it like that, but. Sometimes they go your way. Sometimes they don't. Just like with the refs, I ain't trying to worry about what calls they miss and don't don't, don't miss because it works for us sometimes too. Because I was the recipient sometimes on a missed call. Right. So you have to take it both ways. And um, I'm gonna sit back and hear you guys. It's so great to um to get on again, you guys. No, Thank no, so Donald, we appreciate the call, man. I <laughs> I got a thought. I hope Donald's wrong. I mean, he's just they are what they are. I hope they're not what they are because if what what they we have seen is not going to win a championship. Well, what, he, what was your thought? He's not wrong, by the way. I just need to throw that out there. So my thought is, and I don't know if I even believe it. I guess it's more just a uh, just throw it out there, right? All right. I don't trust the coaching staff right now. And then we had Shield Capati on, and he broke down how Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, these young kids, they're not on the field at the end of the games and things of that nature, right? Is that the right decision? If we're not getting to the quarterback, 
maybe they should be on the field. Now, mm. they're hitting a rookie wall. If maybe they, they're not used to this level of intensity, college football, NFL, learning curve. Maybe they're right to say that they don't deserve to be on the field at that time. I'm only bringing up the fact that they're not getting home, so the replacements, when they're not on the field, aren't doing good uh, enough. You would think youth would be able to – I know, I know. Well, maybe, maybe it's, they it's wouldn't such work a heavy either. question. Maybe they wouldn't work either. Yeah, I know. It's a heavy question. You're at the point of desperation. Almost. <laughs> I mean, Van Summeren's playing. Yes, desperation. And the, Well, it, the good thing is we're looking at the injury report right now. Darius Slay was the only player not to practice. Cunningham and Morrow practiced. They were limited. So I imagine we'll get like a questionable status for Sunday's game. Maybe we'll get probable. I don't know. Landon Dickerson was a full participant, as was Avante Maddox. So they're, I would think they will both be back on Sunday, which is a great – having Maddox back, even though you know he's got to work – get going again, just his presence will be a huge bonus over what we've seen. I know we're getting ready for break, but maybe the people and you can think about this, but you know, and then get to it on the other side. What's that? Well, since you're talking about the secondary, I heard a little debate about James Bradbury. Do you think maybe Matt Patricia can make a big boy decision and go elsewhere. We, we, maybe like, not. Like, maybe not put Bradbury out there and go with some of the young kids. Ooh. Would that sit with the locker room well? Ooh. How would that go? I don't think it would sit with the front office well. <laughs> yeah, because Howie paid that man a lot of money. Man, I just gave him a big hug. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I see some of our callers. Like Devin's one of our next callers. He is in full support of the Eagles' offensive line and the crowd at the link. He thinks it's been horrible. We're going to get Devin's thoughts, Sean, Michael, everybody else. More coming up. It's 423. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.